Hey, listeners, welcome back to VegHead Speaks. This is Robin, and today we're talking about some of the questions the listeners have posed to me. I've had some text messages as well as um, emails, a few voice recordings on Anchor, and some of the questions have all revolved around what I actually do. And I will gladly share that information, but what I really want to encourage you to do is to seek out and experiment for yourself because what I like, the foods I like and the tastes I like aren't necessarily going to be the same as yours. But I do want to, I will share with you some of the products I buy on a regular basis and, um, you know, kind of what I have, the tricks I have found that work for me. But, you know, everyone's lifestyle is different. So I, like I said, I, it's really a trial and error. There's no right or wrong way. You just have to find out what works for you on your given week. And every week can be different. Every day can be different. Or you're, you might have a very clockwork, very steady schedule, which is awesome because then you can really plan. Uh, my, mine is so much uh, kind of up in the air, especially during summertime when I'm out of school. Uh, during school, the hours are kind of erratic as well. But I, I do find something that works for me. So really the good eating so much of it revolves around preparation. Uh, you know, when you come home hungry, tired, and you open your refrigerator and nothing's, you know, readily available, then it's really easy to reach for something <clears throat> that's unhealthy or maybe not as filling and nutritious as it should be. So I, I think I've shared with you in the past on Sundays um, when I'm in school, especially and I'm getting home late at night because I commute um, four hours round trip. Uh, so I get home, I'm kind of tired after a long day. And so on Sundays, I will typically prepare, um, I cook big, I call it, and I'll prepare a big pot of soup or chili, vegan chili beans, and they'll be in the fridge. And I'll always tear, I always tear up a big salad, have a salad and a, a Tupperware bowl that's easy to access. And that's a really quick meal. So um, that works for me. Uh, during the summer, it's been a little more topsy-turvy. I've had visitors in and out and um, just actually been really creating a lot in the kitchen. It's been really fun because there's so much fresh produce right now. So um, really, now's a great time to try the plant-based diet. And on that note of trying the plant-based diet, I want to give a shout out to one of my listeners, Margot, who actually took on the 21-day um, challenge from PCRM. I think I told you about uh, the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. It's uh, PCRM, and they offer a 21-day kickstart challenge where they give you recipes and inspiration and grocery lists, which are huge. Um, it sounds simple, but when you're trying to pull everything together and have everything you need at your fingertips to cook a recipe that you have, it's really frustrating to not have everything. And so they have the whole grocery list there for you, which is sometimes difficult to generate accurately. So it's just a great resource. And uh, this listener, Margot, has been doing awesome. I mean, she has a great garden going, so she has all this great produce available to her. If you don't have that, you need to go to the grocery and get it. But um, I'm going to talk to her, check in with her again to see how it's going. Because as you start on this journey, your taste buds start to change. And so 
when you maybe go back to one of your fallback foods that you've eaten that's maybe processed, it will taste more salty or more sugary. So I'm curious to see um, after a couple of weeks into it how, how that is for her. But another question I've received is, what do I buy? Kind of like what's in your shop, your grocery cart? So, you know, I, it's so automatic for me now that I, I have to really think about it because I just kind of, I shop the outsides of the grocery. You hear this, this tip, shop the outsides of the, um, the grocery aisles. And, and, and that's, that is true, except for the, the meat products are on the outside as well. But I shop on, pretty much on one side of the store where all the produce is. But then you have to hit the dry, the dry beans aisle or the canned bean, beans aisle to get all your legumes. And um, so I, I do go in the middle as well. So that, that tip doesn't always apply to me. But so I, I, I did take a picture of my grocery cart. I unloaded, I unloaded all my grocery bags on my, count, my counter. I took a picture of it. I shared it on Instagram. Um, I'm going to do a quick blog about it just so people can kind of get the products that I use. Uh, and like I said, regionally and in different states, everyone has different um, products available to them. But um, some of the things, you know, I, I will shout out to some of the things I do do because, um, I, you know, maybe it'll help some of my listeners. But, you know, I found a, a bread I like, you know, bread does have kind of high sodium. So if you're watching your sodium content, you have to kind of limit that. But uh, whole grains, of course, it's enriched. So you get some of the vitamins you, you might worry about getting. But I, I found uh, Dave's Killer Bread. It's um, I use the good seed one because I just I like it and it toasts up really nice. And so I ha- usually have some a loaf of that in my freezer. I have one you know at the ready for peanut butter and jam sandwiches and peanut butter. I usually buy Adams. It's um, natural. There's no added fat to it, and you have to mix in the oils. Um, a lot of people grind their own. I'm, you know, I, I haven't done that. I think it's probably delicious and wonderful to do that. I just, I haven't done that. Um, I usually have a jar of that in my pantry as well as one in my refrigerator. And then I have homemade jam that I use, but if I were buying jam, I'd probably buy um, an all preservative, you know, or you know, all fruit type jam. So you, you have less uh, sugar in it. Um, so peanut butter and jam, always at the ready, when my niece comes over, I have that when I, you know, I just love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So they're easy to take and my, you know, with me and they're pretty filling. So that's one of the things I, I purchase. My grocery cart also had a very colorful wide array of fruits and vegetables. So when I look at it, it looks like a rainbow looking on, on my countertop. So, you know, right now, berries, you should eat berries every day. Um, Berries are wonderful. Blueberries, blackberries, strawberries. And living in California, we we have so many opportunities and they're in season right now and super delicious. So when they go on sale, the price comes down. I buy a bunch. I, you know, um, clean them, prepare them, put them in Ziploc bags and put them in my freezer so they're ready uh, in the future for um, putting in my oatmeal or um, and I just use plain rolled oats for my oatmeal. I always have uh, some of that in my um, pantry. And, uh, and the fruit is also good in just you can if you eat cereal, you know, dry cereal or put in that with your soy milk or your rice milk. Um, just add your berries, add them, add them to your, your salad. If you um, one of a really good um person to follow is Dr. Michael Greger. 
and he does nutritionfacts.org. Um, it's a really good review of all the research um, that's happening in the industry right now. And that's really quick uh, little, you know, um, videos and uh, on, I think he's a podcast as well, but he has something he calls the daily dozen and you can get an app and you can actually kind of go down the list and see if you're really getting everything you need in your, your diet. He's, he thinks there's 12 things you should definitely eat every day. And it's kind of fun to do it to see if you are getting your um, crunchy leafy greens in there and uh, your berries and your, your whole grains. And um, so, so you could do that, but he really promotes berries because they have antioxidants and, you know, they're, they're, they taste good and they're full of vitamin C and all, all those wonderful things. And so I, I, I put berries on my green salads and, and that's one of the, you know, I mean, he puts them on a lot of things. So uh, I would encourage you to eat your berries. So I, in my grocery cart, I had strawberries, I had some blueberries, I had some frozen ones that I put in the freezer. Um, I just recently got a, um, a Yo Nana. It's Y-O-N-A-N-A-S, Yo Nanas. And it's, um, uh, it's, you put all this fresh, this frozen fruit into it and it comes out like a, you know, frozen yogurt. And so it was really fun this last week. I had some, um, young soccer players staying with me, my niece and her friend, go Ella, go Maddie. And they did awesome in their soccer tournaments. And, and <clears throat> I take some credit for that because I was feeding them the whole time. <laughs> and so they, they went to the championships and it was, it was pretty awesome, but it was really hot in Sacramento. So we would, they would come home and we'd fire up the Yonanas and it was super fun and tasty. And I felt great about it because it's nutritious. And so I would like to plug that little um, appliance and, and say, if you're going to invest in something and you like frozen yogurt type dessert, especially in the summer, it, it's really simple and, and you feel good about eating it. And um, so I would, yeah, it was really fun. But uh, so I would, you know, have frozen fruit for that. And, um, and like I said, the frozen fruit in your freezer is always a, a handy thing to have. I had uh, in my grocery cart, I had um, some bok choy because it looked really super. I kind of look and see what looks really good. I had some celery and carrots. Um, I cut those up just for snacks. If I make some homemade hummus, um, I try to do it with no oil. So I like to grind up my own um, my own uh, garbanzo beans and I cut set those out. And you'd be amazed. You don't need to set out chips for people to sit around your countertop and have a good conversation and, and snack on foods. They, they like the carrots and celery just as well. I frequently have um, a bowl of grapes, green or red grapes. Uh, cherries are in season right now. So I set out some wonderful cherries and they devour them. It's, it's really awesome. And the, the chips and guacamole aren't missed. Okay. Um, if you want to do chips, you can do your own corn tortillas and bake them and get some fresh salsa. And that's always yummy too. But it's been so hot, I didn't want to fire up my uh, my oven as, any more than I had to. But so, yeah, carrots and celery are kind of a standby for me. Uh, you know, when I, and those little cherry tomatoes, I buy those I, unless I get them from my, my sister's garden because oh, they're so great right now always great to have out as a snack because you can just easily pop them into your mouth. Um, my cart also had some tofu. I try to buy the tofu that um, has some calcium in it. 
I buy the refrigerated kind because um, I use it in my stir fries or I actually will make a tofu scramble that I put um, spinach and kale and uh, the tofu. And then I, I microwave my potatoes ahead of time and then I just toss those in and I put some salsa and seasonings in it. And it's super delicious and filling and um, it gets I always make more than I think I need. So I'll have leftovers, but there's very rarely any leftovers. So I'll have some tofu that I like in the fridge usually. I also keep the uh, shelf-ready tofu that's usually a softer texture in my pantry. Um, that's uh, That tech tofu with that texture is often good in um, smoothies or, you know, in a um, you can use it for salad dressings and various other things. You can find recipes that use the silken tofu that I think is really useful and it stays in, on your shelf. So it's really convenient to have. I've used it in stir fries as well. You just don't get as many chunks when you, you do that. And, um, but it's still giving you your protein. The other things I had, I had uh, red bell peppers, which I are kind of a staple for me. I like throwing them in because I love the color. They taste good. I put them in spaghetti sauce. I eat them plain. I cut them up and, you know, eat them with the, the, the um, the hummus. And, uh, I also put them in my stir fries. I, I just use red bell peppers a lot. So, um, I always have those. I actually buy those. You can buy them in the frozen food section. They're kind of red, yellow, green. I always keep those, a bag of those in my freezer because sometimes I don't have them on hand there, or I mix them in with the fresh. I use them for burrito bowls when I make those. And I usually take a purple onion my bell peppers, kind of cook them down so they're really soft. And then I'll make some rice and have some black beans and um, put it on lettuce. And so it's a really filling meal. And you can add some avocado if you like. And um, it's just, it's, I fed that to the soccer players and they literally gobbled it up. Um, uh, The, the, the red um, pep- bell pepper or the red uh, onion and the bell peppers add a really great flavor. And, you know, I don't, I don't flavor it any at all. I don't add any salt. I don't add any oil. Um, it's just the flavors of the, the vegetables and it's, it's super great. Um, I will cut up, chop up some fresh cilantro to sprinkle on top people that like that, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a great, super easy meal. That's one of my really, go-to meals um, because you can keep the canned beans um, on your, on your, in your pantry. You can keep the frozen peppers in your freezer. And I typically have lettuce and you make a pot of rice. I always have rice, um, brown rice, you know, a little note on rice. Um, People get all hung up on white or brown and, you know, um, unless you're really worried about the glycemic index, which um, people get kind of worried about, white rice is okay. Um, what it was a transition for us. Uh, my husband really liked white rice, but I we also felt like brown rice had more to offer as far as the fiber and stuff. So we transitioned to the brown rice by doing half and half. So um, that's a way to maybe start getting more fiber into your rice uh, by using the brown. So you just do half and half. I have a brown rice setting on my, um, my rice cooker. So I just would hit that and it turned out fine. And it just, you know, um, was a nice transition. And now we do brown rice um, completely. And 
I, I occasionally do the white rice if I have guests because I know they prefer that, but I'll, or I'll do the, the mix. Um, I, and uh, the sort of start introducing the, the brown rice into the diet. So that's, that's an option. I also on my um, grocery list, a grocery cart, I had, a, I always buy babies, or, you know, spinach, baby spinach, and I get a big container of that. And, you know, if you cook the whole container, it's like one couple servings, it cooks down. But I literally use a handful of spinach in so many things. Okay, maybe two handfuls, because I go a little overboard. But I use it in my tofu scramble. I use it in my stir fries. I throw it into um, my salads. I, 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 I use it so much. I put it into a smoothie, which you, the kids d- didn't even know that when I would do that when they were young. And spinach is a nice addition because it's your leafy greens. Uh, and it's a little s- finer texture than the kale. I, I love kale. I love cooked kale especially. Um, raw kale can sometimes be a little uh, bitter. And so if you've tried it and don't like it when it's raw, like in salads, because it's kind of a tougher lettuce or tougher, you know, um, green, try cooking it and just adding some garlic and lemon and cooking it down. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised that it mellows the taste and um, definitely changes it completely. And so I actually prefer cooked kale over raw, but I'll eat raw. I just cook it cut up in smaller pieces so you don't get as, um, a huge bite full of it. And and it adds a nice um, texture and flavor to salads. But um, I encourage you in many foods, if you've tried them one way and you don't like it, try it a different way. It doesn't mean you don't like it forever. It just means you didn't like it then. And you might like it cooked. You might like it seasoned differently. Um, and so don't write it off so easily is my point. Um, you know, you might, you might find a way that you actually like those mushrooms or like the kale. Uh, for me, it was mangoes. Oddly enough, I love all fruits, but for some reason, uh, fresh mangoes, unless you got a really good one, I didn't really care for it, but I love dried mangoes. So you've got to kind of keep playing with it and see what you like because our tastes do change. Uh, I had it also, I had some in my grocery cart, this particular visit, I had, some uh, cauliflower because I like roasted cauliflower and I actually bought it specifically trying with the intention of making a recipe I found that was kind of like a pseudo um, taco filling and it had lentils and uh, kind of uh, grated cauliflower to give it some lightness to the lentils and you add some Mexican seasoning to it and it was super yummy. Um, could use it on salads, could use it on tortillas, burritos, all those various things. And it's sort of, instead of buying the store-bought um, meat substitute, um, which you can do, I think the soy riso is uh, pretty good, I've heard. I, I haven't actually used it. Uh, people have told me it's good. People complain about the cost. And so I, you know, I thought I would try something different. And since I had uh, non-plant-based people in my household for a while uh, that were visiting, I thought I would, you know, try to make uh, something that they would like. And so it was it was a successful um, uh, addition to the lineup of foods that I cooked. I also had um, in my grocery cart that day the asparagus because asparagus was on sale, looked great. I love to stir fry it. People love to roast it. I mean, when I say stir fry, the way I stir fry, I don't use oil. So I use vegetable broth and, you know, kind of toss it around like you would in a stir fry. And you don't need to cook asparagus a lot. Um, So it was 
you know, asparagus is one of those things you don't want to overcook. So you got to kind of pay attention to it, but it cooks up really fast, tastes really great with rice as a side dish on salads. So I cooked up a bunch. We didn't eat it all. I've been putting it on my salads and um, it's, it's, you know, it's in seasons or, you know, kind of past season, but still available and, and uh, cost effect, you know, it's not too expensive. So uh, that's how I shop. I, I go in and say, kind of think what's in season, what looks good. Cause sometimes you look at stuff that you want and you're like, eh, this I'm not really doesn't look that great. And, and so I just move on to some other green food or red food that I want to eat. And I love the produce department. I just, I love being in there. It's second best to being in a, a fresh garden. Uh, I also had cherries. Uh, cherries w- were on sale and looked super great. And they're such a short season for uh, cherries. So I've been buying them pretty regularly and getting my fill of those while I can. I have had uh, lentils, red and the green brown ones. Uh, I used the red ones. I cook them down and make what I call a lentil loaf that I mix with brown rice and I put kale and diced tomatoes and seasonings all in it. And I put a loaf pan, kind of like you would do a meatloaf. But um, I make, then I make a side of vegan uh, mashed potatoes and a green salad. And it's it's really filling. And then we often, will, if I make two of them, we'll have leftovers and I'll put them on sandwiches. Um, they'll be like a meatloaf sandwich, but it's lentil loaf. Okay, so that's something that's a staple in my household. Uh the brown lentils hold their shape better. So I'll put those in spaghetti sauce. Um, I'll put them plain onto salads. I'll, um, I use, I use them in my chili beans. I, I use lentil a lot, lentils a lot. Um, they cook really fast. That's what I love about them. And they're a great a protein source and really great fiber. I also had some refried beans in a can. I'll often make my own. You just cook up your beans and your pinto beans and you mash them down and you have, you don't have to add any lard. I do buy the non-fat ones. So there's no lard added. And if I buy them in the can, um, but I don't always have them on hand and I'm not always, you know, that well-prepared. Even I am not always well-prepared to, um, you know, I, I got to turn to canned food sometimes and it's okay. I, there, you can have plenty of healthy choices that are canned or frozen, um, you can buy black beans frozen and they take way less time to cook and there's no sodium in them. Um, the canned ones, you have to rinse, which isn't a big deal. But, um, you know, so the, there's way, plenty of options to be fast and have fast food that's not really traditional Western fast food. So the canned um, no-fat refried beans that I, I buy – we can use in uh, tortillas and um, make, you know, quick burritos. I have found a brand of burritos, the Amy's brand, um, that is no cheese. You know, like any processed food, probably a little more sodium than you want. But they're, they're, they're pretty easy. You, you put them in the microwave. You can put them, wrap them up, take them with you. Um, and so if I don't get my burritos made, uh, I, I fall back on those. And I, I did use those a lot when my kids were home and in school because I knew they got a pretty good dose of um, protein. And when my kids were playing back-to-back soccer, um, you know, practices, having soccer practices a lot, it was an easy snack because it tasted okay um, when it was just average, to, you know, not hot. So they could they could eat those. So that's something I'll often have in my freezer. Um, hmm, a few other things. That was 
that was, oh, I had potatoes. I always have potatoes. I had Yukon Golds. Um, I buy russets as well. So I chop, I peel and chop those and put them in a pot pie. The Yukon Golds, I just microwave a bunch of them and put them in the refrigerator for snacks and use them in other recipes. They're really easy when they're already cooked. They cook up really fast. And I'll buy yams. Some yams are really great to use as a spread on your sandwich or, um, you know, mix it in uh, to kind of veg up with nutrients, um, other uh, other um, recipes. Uh, a lot of people use uh, sweet potato in baking. I haven't actually done that. And I, that's one of the things I want to try out. But and I had broccoli. I had um, some uh, coleslaw, uh, broccoli slaw. It's a package you can buy that has chopped up broccoli and red cabbage and um, carrots. And you can do all that yourself. I just took the easy route, bought the bag, and I will use that sprinkled in my salads. I will use it. I will cook it down, add some tofu, add some um, hoisin sauce. And I'll eat it as lettuce wraps. I'll add some mushrooms probably. And I um, will use that for lettuce wraps for a meal. And um, so you just, a lot of my foods I buy have multiple uses. So I'll use my carrots for um, snacks. I'll use them in stir fry. And, you know, so I things aren't just sole per, single purpose type things. You eat a lot of the same foods just prepared differently. And because I, because I, this stuff I like. So your vegetable list may look way different than mine. And um, that's great. Okay. So, real quick, some of the other things that people brought up um, were cost. And this is a common co- a question, you know, comment or question. How, you know, it's how do you eat and afford it, eat well and afford it? And it's expensive to eat healthy. And, you know, it, it's all perspective. Um, I, I prefer to spend my money up front and buy the foods I like and that I feel fuel my body and keep it healthy rather than pay my health bill later when I'm sick from not eating well. So it's, you know, kind of a a paradigm shift for me in that, in that sense. Um, The other question I had was, can I eat plant-based and still eat shellfish? Well, you can do whatever you want. Um, it's not hundred percent plant-based, just know that. And, but anytime you eat more fruits and vegetables and whole grains and less uh, animal protein, the better. So you can call yourself whatever you want. Um, and if you're moving that direction, I applaud that. Uh, so yeah, you can do whatever you want, but just know that, you know, shellfish and fish is still, you're getting cholesterol, um, that comes with the animal protein and um, some of the fat that you may not want. So, um, but keep moving with to, you know, smaller proportions of that. And it's awesome. Um, one of the questions I had was, I hate to grocery shop. So what do I do now? Well, that's kind of tough because you got to go out and buy your foods, but I have a solution for you. Um, there's something called e-cart. You can actually go online. And I recently had, I was doing a wellness, uh, program and the people I was working for did this for me. They went, I gave them a list. They went online, ordered all the ingredients, all the products I needed, paid for it. And then I just went and picked it up. I literally walked into the store, waited up front. They brought the carts up to me 
and we loaded in my in my car. It was it worked really well. So if you don't like going through the store and the whole process of it, you know, I choose to shop um, when the, there's not so many people. So I kind of either go really early. I go um, during the day when there's I know people aren't there. Weekends are usually the worst unless you go early on a Sunday morning. So uh, I try to do that because I, I, too, don't like the crowds. But um, the e-cart might be a solution for you. And uh, ordering on Amazon, you can order, you know, food, canned goods and that stuff on Amazon Prime and get delivered for free. So you can stock your pantry. It might be a little bit more, but if you really hate shopping, it might be an alternative for you. You can stock your pantry with with, um, dry goods and canned goods um, by ordering on Amazon or doing the e-cart. So that is a solution. So you can still make it happen. Um, I think it's a little more challenging to be able to know what volumes are if you don't buy them a lot doing the e-cart. So, for example, when we did it recently, um, I didn't, they didn't know how many pounds of radishes were what it looked like. And so I had way too many radishes, more than I needed. Um, but it's just that's a gamble. Luckily, they weren't too expensive. So it was a learning process there. So maybe pay attention. Do a shop. Pay attention to the volumes you buy. Hold on to your receipt and then go back to the e-cart and then you kind of know what your volumes are and you can order it that way. And then you could do it on your lunch hour at work, schedule your time to pick it up after work, and then you're golden. You just zoom in, you pick it up, you got your kids with you or whatever, you just not a crazy mess. You pick it up, you get home, you unload your groceries, you're, you're good to go for the week. So that's a solution. Uh, another question I had was... I really love croutons and you know, can I eat that? I go, you know, and I told this person, that's great. If that's what gets you to eat salads, then use them. They are fried. They do have a lot of salt. You can make them yourself where you're more in control of the ingredients. But, um, you know, that I would rather have you eat the salad than not. And the same thing with olive oil. I'm not a big olive oil proponent. Um, I think, uh, and I will address that in another podcast about the Mediterranean diet. I think there's some real positive things about that. Although the version we eat here in the U.S. is our U.S. version of the Mediterranean diet. And we focus on the olive oil. It's a refined food. Just know that. It's a refined food. There's a lot of calories. You get nothing out of it, really. Um, you would better be better off eating the olive, I think. At least you get some fiber and, and, and things out of it. Um, but if that's what it takes to have you eat your vegetables, then just try to use less of it and eat your vegetables. So those are some of my questions. The last one I need to do a shout out to one of my listeners, Brad, he texted me and said he liked the podcast, but he wanted more, um, more about cheeseburgers and sushi and (laughs) can't really help you there. But I, I can tell you, you can find vegetarian vegan sushi. It's all vegetables wrapped in, up in your nori and your, your seasoned rice, which is delicious. You don't need to have the raw fish, which I kind of wonder really how sanitary that is anyway in this day and age with all the toxicity in, in the fishery. Um, and then as far as cheaper cheeseburgers, I have an awesome um, vegetarian or vegan uh, bean burger that's super great that I make, super easy. And I would be glad to share with him that that recipe. And you can put some vegan cheese on it if you want. I don't use that. But um, yeah, so there's alternatives for everything. So there's always a way to do it differently than how we're doing that's more healthful. So I encourage you to keep 
trying new things and keep doing the best you can. Every step forward to eating more plants, um, more fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and less meat and animal proteins is a positive step. So keep up the good work. Keep up sending me your questions. And until next time, uh, be plant powered. Way to go. Thanks, Robin. This is Robin signing off.